0: Hello it's Skulk Poseidnode here and welcome to another episode of Your Mom with Skulk. that today our guest is just like, I don't know, mentally insane. Okay, the stuff she does on a bicycle, Mensa, it's not sexy like those 80s videos of don't think John Travolta in whatever movie he is where there's a sexy lady on a, in an a aerobics class means that this is real biking. She is there roughing and toughing it in foreign countries, in Africa. And I just I don't know how she does it. And also, quite frankly, I don't want to know. Even, Mensa, even if I don't get on a bicycle for the rest of my life, I, I, I don't think I would be upset by that or feel like I'm missing out. Like, yes, maybe if I'm in Amsterdam, I'd like to get on a bicycle just for the cultural experience, but Mensa, the way she does it is just on another level. She's amazing. And enjoy the episode.
1: Hello, mean So welcome to your Mom with Skulk. I'm in the best chair ever. I really want to get the name of this chair. This is just, this chair is like a millionaire's chair. I feel like a millionaire (laughs) in this chair. It's just like, you know, I'm important, but I'm also, I'm relaxed because I'm a millionaire and I don't have the care in the world. And means if you want to feel like a millionaire, why not have a house? This is the Yugo. I actually don't know if I've had this one on the podcast. It's an aromatized Cocktail. And ladies and gentlemen, if there's one thing I want in my cocktails, it's aroma. Mm. You can just taste the aroma. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today I have Kelly. What Kelly, your surname? Silberbauer. Silberbauer. Mm. Is it German?
2: It is German, yeah. Okay.
1: Silberbauer and Tani Brenda Silberbauer. That's right. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Your mom was called. Well, actually, thank you to you. You are the mom. And if it wasn't for you, Kelly wouldn't wouldn't be be here here. today. (laughs) And I guess we could just interview you, but
3: you know, unfortunately (laughs) eh? you haven't cycled
1: to Kilimanjaro. So, um, (laughs) but you guys are the sucker for punishment family. Mm. You know, you, your sister, Tani Brenda, have you done anything? What is the most extreme thing you've done?
3: Probably climbing Kilimanjaro
1: with them. You climbed it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is it is it hectic? <laughs> I mean, that's a hard question. Of course, course, it's hectic. But is it fun?
3: Fantastic. Absolutely.
1: I hate hiking. Yeah. I was telling Tony McCann the other day when I interviewed her. This is the this is the uh, season of extreme people. I interviewed Tony McCann.
0: Nice.
1: Um, who ran up a mountain and did it the best out of everyone and now it's you Kelly it's crazy it's extreme it's (laughs) extreme it's extreme season I don't know You, you, you you need to tell me and you need to tell the viewers and the listeners because it's You've cycled to, to Robin Island, you swam to, you swam up Kilimanjaro and then you jumped off and then you t- parachuted <laughs> down and then you <laughs> landed on a unicycle and then unicycled to Europe. But mm. what, what have about you, right. what, you just, <laughs> like I said, sucker for punishment, but you, but you look today, you look fresh as a daisy. Oh, thank you. you I did you know,
2: try. I had a shower before I got here.
1: Because driving, I thought I'm probably going to see this. Battered woman <laughs> who just looks like I don't know, like life has gotten the upper hand. But you look so Thank you. like you've never <laughs> walked a kilometer in your life. You just look like a beautiful, like princess, <laughs> a princess, like an extreme <laughs> princess.
2: <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
1: So what 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 is the kick you get out of it? Is it is it an adrenaline rush? Is it
2: yeah, depending on what sport, yeah, mm. definitely. But then also just challenging myself. I really enjoy just pushing the limits. And I don't know, especially if someone says it's something I can't do, then All I'm right. like, I have to prove you wrong then. Yeah. So that's definitely part of it as well.
1: What is, is there something she's always, Tani Brenda, always had in her, like from a child? Was it like that you tell her don't jump on the bed then? Five minutes later, she's jumping on the bed.
3: Mm, Probably. (laughs) No, not really. I wouldn't have called her a rebel. So, but always up for a challenge, yes.
1: And was there a moment where you thought, like, okay, I don't think my my child's going to go into a more traditional, you know, work environment, like an office or…
3: Well, I think that quite often. Actually. <laughs> she's she's always up for a challenge going to join different expeditions and things, but now she's starting a full-time job, so um, she's going to be office-bound. We'll have to see
2: how really? that goes. Yeah. What,
1: what is the job?
2: I just started working at Dermalogica yesterday. Yesterday? <laughs> but they said I could come and do this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Shame. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, just start a job. Sorry, guys. I have to do a podcast tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Not off to a great start. But, uh, what no, is your job at Demologica? No wonder you look so great.
2: Yeah. I got some skin products from them yesterday, so I think it's already working.
1: <laughs> what is your job there? But
2: I'm the graphic designer. Okay. For them. Yeah.
1: So, does the this stuff you've done, it? it's not – does it pay?
2: I mean – I have not managed to crack that one, but mm. I've definitely worked on the road before. So doing graphic design freelance. So yeah, you can make that work.
1: So while you're up there on Kili, you're asking the guides, like, can you ask yeah, me? I just, I just need, need to a sing. bit of Wi-Fi. There's actually Wi-Fi on Kilimanjaro.
2: It's wild.
1: There's Wi-Fi on Kilimanjaro? There's Wi-Fi
2: on Kilimanjaro, yeah.
1: Password altitude. <laughs> yeah. Like when you go into the slow lounge, you know, have you been into the F&B slow lounge in the... The password's always something like mm. "tranquil," <laughs> "travel." It's never like "fucking sausage roll" or whatever. Yeah. It's it's always like something like cool Burgi. and trendy and yeah. bougie and to do with like traveling and whatever. So you did the the cycle to Kilimanjaro, up Kilimanjaro, from where?
2: From Cape Town. From started Ka- on How Free Street. That? It was just over six thousand kilometers.
1: Jeez, okay. So you didn't get your Stalin <laughs> botch and you're like, jeez, I'm tired. And then they were like, okay, well, yeah. it's got bad news for you. you <laughs> don't have 50 out of 6,000. Yeah. And am I correct in saying you did that for the cause of gender-based violence? Mm-hmm. Any specific reason that sort of cause or?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've definitely, well, I feel that everyone in the world knows or has been affected by gender-based violence. Mm. If it's personal or if it's a friend or, I mean, they're just, you turn on the news and there's something that's happened. So yeah, basically I wanted to do something about it rather than just be brought down by it and accept it. Mm. So yeah, I wanted to at least raise some awareness, raise some funding I was cycling for Saki Bartman Centre, which is here in Cape Town, yeah. in Khayelitsha. Yeah.
1: And tell me then, how did it work? that people like pledge, like a rand per kilometre, or
2: it was basically it was just, just whatever a you felt? Me.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: And Tani Brenna, were you were you scared for her when she?
3: Of course when I was. She went. Yes, of course. Um, but I had she had a tracker on her, so I was okay. a spot watcher. Yeah. And if she stopped moving, then I'd think, no, if she stopped to eat or sleep, Or, and then I'd message <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it was wild. I just got to Vic Falls and I'd connected with this brewery and they were like, you have to come have a beer. And I'd been there for about five minutes, just got myself a beer, and I get a message from my mom, Caddy, are you drinking a beer? I was like, how did, <laughs> how did you, you know? know?
1: <laughs> did she you joke? Were you making a joke was... and then it just <laughs> happened to <laughs> Oh, you saw she was at a brewery? <laughs> yeah. yeah, now you can see that. <laughs> but moms know that, day. Eh? Yeah, no,
3: absolutely. I know her pretty well. <laughs> like, I didn't even
1: have a tracker in first year and my mom just somehow knew every time mm. I was having a beer, which was every day. <laughs>
3: but she didn't.
1: And she just like messaged me. What are you doing? Are you drinking? <laughs> yes, I'm first year. Of course okay. I am. I <laughs> mean, I remember there was such a big fight between me and my mom always because she, she, say, she said to me the whole time, like, every time I see you on Facebook, you've got a drink in your hand. And I was like, well, because no one's taking a picture of me while I'm studying. It's just, not, exactly. when, just exactly. not, not when people yeah. are taking pictures. <laughs> like my roommates isn't going to be like,
3: smile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when I'm sitting there behind my laptop or my book. <laughs> this is when you're out. <laughs>
2: hey. The amount of messages I get on Instagram. Thunder.com
1: did not sneak into your bedroom and <laughs> take <laughs> a picture.
2: But yeah, the amount of messages I get on Instagram where it's just like, do you actually have a job? Like, what work do you do? So yeah, but that's I just the things that people, it, you know? people uh, <laughs>
1: wonder. Yeah. You know, because it's just like how... It's the same like when you see just people on holiday in Europe all the time. Yeah. I guess because they don't post the picture of them behind their desk. But then yeah. I always wonder myself, like, what job do you do? Yeah, what
2: do you actually do? Because <laughs> every
1: time I see you, you're just overseas on holiday eating hummus. Mm. <laughs> what do you actually do for a living? So, okay, you cycled... And you did it six thousand. Did you at least take a bus back, or did you fly back? I flew back. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah,
2: a lot easier doing it that way.
1: <laughs> yeah. What? What? What was? The, what for you? Is it? It was. Is it just the physical part that's the most challenging, or is it very mental as well?
2: Mm, very mental, definitely. Mm. Um, I mean, like with adventure racing, there's always. Like, you know, okay, it's five days or it's 24 hours or whatever it is. Like there's an end point and it's easy to visualize, okay, I'm going to cross the finish line at that point, have my pizza, have my beer. It's going to be a good time. But this, I was like, I don't know when I'm going to finish. I don't even know where I'm staying each night. Like how do I actually mentally prepare for this? So
1: were there nights that you just, it's dark now and... You're not close to somewhere. And then where did you sleep?
2: So I had my tent with me. So I could definitely set that up and use that for accommodation. Um, Otherwise, a lot of people just opened their homes to me. It was incredible. Just the generosity. Were you alone? I was.
1: That's hectic, eh? Yeah. Because like in my mind, because you're like cycling for a cause and everything, in my mind, there's like a crew with you filming it for, I don't know, sabc3 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to document this whole thing but
2: no it's just, just me and my bike and all of my kits on my bike
1: but i mean if you took a shortcut down would yeah, exactly.
2: no yeah exactly no no although cuts. i did strava i did strava so it's all okay, on <laughs> okay. it's
1: all documented so what's like the weirdest place you slept homes and
2: mm, you the weirdest place i stayed at a school but it was like a pre-primary school, so there a bunch of like very tiny little chairs and like a little princess castle and stuff in there, which is quite a vibe. But,
1: I would be so scared. <laughs> bunch of anything small children like <laughs> and in the dark is just a tiny chair in the dark. <laughs> There's a like, doll just watching. <laughs> and a princess castle. <laughs> princess castle. Great. Mm. At two o'clock in the afternoon. Two in the morning, I don't know Princess Castle. (laughs) Close to me. (laughs) Okay. And how many countries do you go through to get to Kilimanjaro? What country is it again?
2: So South Africa, Namibia, Botswana, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Malawi, Tanzania.
1: Okay. Mm. What's your favorite African country to go to?
2: (gasps) It's the hardest question because each of them, they're special in their own way. And to choose one, I feel like... It's like my mom trying to choose between me and my sister. Yeah, <laughs> I but I mean, me. she has one. She
1: won't say, but she has one. Yeah. I promise you now. Like, she won't say it on the podcast, but in yeah. her mind she's thinking now. Mm. If you go into my head, I could I could tell you. All moms like, or, or at least it differs from day to day. Mm, am I right? Absolutely. Sure. absolutely. <laughs> Come on, like this must be days where you're like, if I, if I had to choose today, today it might not be every day, but today it would be Kelly. Um, sorry. Um, do you have a favorite African country?
3: South Africa, I guess. No, but <laughs> I would love to travel more through Africa. It's Is a it? dream to go and kind of follow Kelly's path, but not cycling. I'd go with a camper van or a yeah. We should go. It's next door.
1: No. That's the thing with these. <laughs> That's
3: a plan. That's a neighboring plan.
1: countries, we always pretend okay. like it's so far, you know, but it's actually really yeah, accessible. Yeah. Like Namibia, if you go there for a holiday, it's actually more affordable than you think. Yeah. 100%. It just feels because for me, what always puts me off, for example, about Mozambique is because you always hear like people like, um, we sat at the border for six hours. And mm. then I always think, like, oh no, you say I don't mm-hmm. wanna I don't want to sit at the border for six hours. But yeah. people we, people go to Europe like this, mm. you know? Yeah. Which is like a 10-hour yeah. flight. People just in the World Cup. Yeah. No, the exactly. week of the exactly. final. Monday, quickly. Okay, guys, I've still got a valid Schengen. Let's quickly go. Yeah. Hop on a plane. 10 hours later, they France. And then I get it's close, man. You just pop over. How about Botswana? I nah. don't know. It's a m- mission. What, what do you think, Brenna? I mean... You from an older generation, you guys are so wise. What what is the solution for us? What must we do?
3: Oh goodness me, that's, a, that's <laughs> no pressure. <laughs>
1: Save the world. Sorry, this isn't a saying. political no, podcast. No, no, I'm just no, no. just talking to because you know, you're always so jealous of our neighboring countries because it's in general, okay, maybe with the exception of Zimbabwe, but you know, like in general it's just so clean and beautiful and they just feel like they've figured something else out okay. that we haven't.
3: Yeah, we really just need good governance so that they can bring the corruption and the crime under control.
1: But even when you speak I mean, to people in Namibia, they they like your corruption is as big of an issue. Really? Mm. Yeah, they say, say like, our
3: population is so much. They'll say so like our bigger. president
1: is so corrupt and there's like so much corruption. Yeah, but. Maybe it's also just harder to steal from 3 million people than it is to <laughs> steal from 60 million. It's like, oh, so many wallets to choose <laughs> so from. Yeah. Where do I start? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Are we all moving to Namibia? Is that what we're saying?
2: <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Let's go. Cool. You'd enjoy it. Yeah. You'd love it's it. It's a good spot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, so you did the 6,000 kilometers how much? How much money did you raise for gender-based valas? What, what did it end up coming to the mm, amount? It was
3: just over sixty thousand. Awesome. Mm. Yeah.
1: Laka. Thank you.
3: And she's now and started of- doing a walking group for the Saki Bartman.
2: Mm. Yeah, so we have a hiking club which you probably wouldn't enjoy,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> I'll come. You know, like I'll come join for the the beers afterwards. Mm. But I'm not a complete. You know that like Hermes. I love running. I'm a road runner. Done two marathons, but yeah, I just the hiking thing, I just yeah.
2: Not your cup of tea.
1: But I'll come join for beer yeah. after one of okay. the hikes.
2: Amazing. Yeah. yeah.
1: I feel like you love a dope. You like yes, a dope. I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we I'm not allowed
2: to talk about other drinks besides Yeah, are you sure go. So I'm an ambassador for Jack Black. So okay, beer. And that actually linked up really nicely with my cycle last year. So, yeah, basically I approached them and I said I needed some motivation to keep me going. And they were like, 100% we'll drop beer along the way to keep you going. So I took a beer up to the top of Kilimanjaro as well.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Didn't feel like (laughs) drinking it at the top. but yeah,
1: That's great because you don't don't meet a lot of athletes with a beer sponsor. (laughs) That can be your next thing, riding a donkey Mm. from Cape Town to Egypt.
3: Not a or bad no, plan. Not a donkey. Not a donkey. <laughs> Kelly's very allergic to donkey horses, anyway. <laughs> Could be interesting though.
1: You can raise money for I don't know. There's so, there's so many causes. I I love rescue dogs, so maybe mm. we can you can do rescue dogs. Sure. And then Jack Black can send me with a cooler bag, and I'll meet you. <laughs> Amazing. At yeah. At five star hotels along the way. Cool.
0: Sounds you just like have, we have to a come past the, <laughs> yeah. come down to the foyer. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> give you your beer.
1: <laughs> there we have load shedding now, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry, it is going to get less and less building up to the election, but for now, it's still there. But this won't happen if you have go solar. Now, with go solar, ladies and gentlemen. What are you paying for? That's why you're asking. The more important question is, what are you not paying for? You're not paying two hundred thousand rand to three hundred thousand rand to put a bunch of solar panels and lithium batteries in your house because go solar, pay for all of that. They take all the risk, and you only pay a monthly subscription fee, which you can cancel at any time. Like you know, with Showmax sometimes now, nah? like everyone's at work talking about Devil's Door, and then you're like, I want to watch Devil's Door, but I don't want to pay for Showmax for a year, and then you just pay like that. 100 Rand for Showmax for a month and you binge Devil's Door and then you cancel it and then you just quickly pay it 100 Rand. It's like basically going to the DVD shop and you just like get it and then you cancel it. And Go Solar is exactly the same thing. You could get it for a month, two months and then cancel it anytime you want. Would you cancel it? No, because it wouldn't make sense because you're getting all the perks. Also, Mensa, except for load shedding, forget about that. Electricity prices are just skyrocketing every day. Prenda, how much are you paying for electricity? Too much, yeah. Too much. (laughs) Buy a donkey, ladies and gentlemen. From the Kilimanjaro donkey's mouth. (laughs) Electricity is too expensive. And with GoSolar, it's almost a guarantee you are going to pay less. So buy a donkey. Do the right thing. And we're back. Um, Yeah, because I hiked up Table Mountain once. And it was the worst experience of my life. (laughs) It was just so... It was excruciating. It was boring. I don't know what, you know, and like when I lived in Kazan, that's why I moved to Joburg. People think I moved for work. I was just <laughs> sick and tired of people inviting me for a hike on a Saturday morning. <laughs> and I was tired of making up. Eventually I ran out of excuses and I was just like, I now I have to move to Joburg's so the only way. Um, but you what what do you like about hiking? Maybe I'm viewing it wrong. Tony Brenda, what do you love about it? Um, I love
3: the bush, the mountains, the The things that you see when you go out there, it's just, we live in a beautiful, beautiful country. Why
1: not go on a game drive? Then you can see some animals as well.
3: Yeah, that's fun too, (laughs) but you don't get much exercise and I don't like sitting for too long. (laughs) Uh,
1: And Kilimanjaro, what's the most challenging part except for being... It Definitely the altitude, the altitude. The altitude. What, what and does the it cold. do? To, what does it? Yeah, the coldness. But what does the altitude do to? Because I know it's just lack of oxygen and yeah,
3: lack of oxygen. You have to go really, really slowly. In fact, the guides always say pole, pole, slowly, slowly. Is it you that have high? To go one step mm. at a time because, you know, when you're in the camp and you you forget that you mean to go pole, pole and you just go down to the bathroom and you try and go back at your normal speed. Just you walking. suddenly can't breathe.
1: You're <laughs> so, light-headed. Oh,
3: right. Okay. Slow down.
1: And and where, Brenda? Did all this adventurous stuff start? Like uh, from a young age, were you taking them, like your holidays? You know, was it like? Yeah,
3: I guess we did camping and <laughs> stuff we took them cycling <laughs> from quite a young age. I must admit, when I first started training to go on to do the August Cycle Tour after having had two girls. I had one in the backpack and one on the car on the chair at the back of the you know the the bike seat, yeah, wow <laughs> and I used to go and cycle around like that, so i I got fit quickly that way, yeah. <laughs> carrying two kids, and sure. then yeah, we always went on active holidays cycling with them, they went through all the different sized bicycles, um yeah, so I guess they grew up being active,
1: yeah. And what do you, are you still active? What do you, yeah. what do you do?
3: Yeah, I do a lot of hiking.
1: Hiking, yeah. Cycling? A little,
3: still? a bit of cycling and a bit of horse riding. But yeah, hiking is what I enjoy the most now. Hmm.
1: So Kelly, what's next?
2: Yeah.
1: Dermalogica. Dermalogica. Sell some cream, make some money, save it. And then where you?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going to save some money. And then definitely some point in my life, I want to do Cairo to Cape Town. So yeah, I'm gonna. How look far into is that?
1: that?
2: Depending how wide do you make your route, about okay. ten thousand, twelve thousand kilometers on the bike. You yeah. wanna do that one? Yeah.
1: And do you cycle every day? Like how? And how far do you go?
2: I don't actually. Yeah. I mean, so I run as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I you I don't even have like a figure for a week. I just kind of see what I feel like. So I do a bit of running, a bit of cycling, sometimes CrossFit. I, sure. I enjoy quite a few sports. So, yeah.
1: Do you play any team sports?
2: No. I used to play hockey when I was in high school, but yeah, mm. those days are quite far behind us now.
1: How old are you? 29. 29. Yeah. Okay, now you can still still cycle a few Ks. Still mm. got a few Ks got in time. You. And do, do you have a boyfriend?
2: No, I don't. No, which is convenient because I mean, yeah, all the trips that I do, yeah, I was either gu- they have to come along or you know.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's must be a challenge if you like want a relationship at the mm. same time and um, are you desperate for grandchildren? Yes, Brenda. Okay, <laughs> no. so you are like okay, get off the <laughs> get off the bike now and on the pole. <laughs> Get off the saddle. <laughs> <not the pole. laughs> and Bianca, is she also single?
3: She's also single. Yeah.
1: Is it two goals? Eh? That's it. Two
3: goals. Mm.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, well. I mean, so it's no disappointing
2: sure. in like some aspects. <laughs> That's
3: okay. It's okay. I'll be patient. Yeah.
1: No, don't worry. <laughs> so what will probably happen is. Um, It'll be amazing if I say this is gonna might happen on the podcast and it actually happens. Mm. But when she does escape to Cairo, she'll like cycle, meet a kid, and like adopt a child from Africa, like Angelina Jolie. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like the more likely (laughs) route. Just take a baby seat. That can be the challenge. You put a baby seat on the back of the bike, and then your mom's like. By the time you get to Cape <laughs> yeah. Town, there needs to be a baby in that seat. Don't don't get weird. Yeah. Don't get or out, But yeah. <laughs> what have if you, it's like
2: a dog or a cat though? I feel no, like that's more likely. No,
1: been there, done that for your mom. <laughs> mm. Um, I wanted to ask: Have you have you had boyfriends before in doing all these things? Because I want to ask you about how it is trying to navigate a relationship at the same time? Or have you kind of always flown Mm. solo?
2: Yeah, I mean, I was dating a guy that has done Cairo to Cape Town. But But you were just dating him for tips. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, please give me some advice. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, that definitely made me want to do it as well, just hearing all the stories. So... Yeah. And I mean, that unfortunately didn't work out. But mm. then I did have all the advice. And I think it also, like, kind of spurred me on to, well, that was like part of the aspect of where I say, like, people tell me not to do something. And then I'm like, oh, I actually do want to do it, though. Mm. Mm. Um, and a lot of people said that traveling as a solo female, like, you just shouldn't do it, especially in Africa. I mean,
1: well, yeah, big I was at the, at the risk of, of, sounding like a, a sort of whim in your life but I did say in, <laughs> in one of the other episodes this season I'm embracing I'm in my 30s now I'm getting older small kids mm. like uh, friends who have kids they're starting to call me whim and I'm not finding it at all I'm actually quite enjoying it I'm embracing my whimness. even though I'm only two years younger than you like Because I'm 31 and you're 29, that two years is actually quite a big... It's a big gap. Big gap. So, (laughs) um, at the risk of sounding like a worm, I'm going to say, I agree. Mm. It's hectic. It is Women alone in Africa, it's not a joke.
2: Yeah.
1: But how do you you navigate that? I can understand that your mom's stressed and every time Mm, you stop for five minutes, you're like, are you having a beer? (laughs) 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 With (laughs) who? Jack Black. Who's Jack Black? No, (laughs) mom's the sponsor.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I just didn't want my gender to limit my life experience. So I said, I'm going to do it anyway. And I mean, I had a taser that I took with me. It stayed in my bag. I didn't take it out once. Mm. So that's how safe I felt. And I mean, there wasn't any situation that I felt unsafe. Mm. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think I'm quite a good judge of character, so... Obviously cautious. Um, I wouldn't take any chances, put myself in a risky situation. Mm. Um, well, I guess I kind of did, but <laughs> by going on the trip. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, within reason. When you left B yeah. Street, you'd be yeah.
1: just... <laughs> but, you know, I think, uh, unfortunately, the scariest part, or I think the the most dangerous part is, is um, over when you leave South Africa's borders because no, absolutely. A place like Namibia, a lot safer. Yeah. You know, and once again I think that yeah. just comes down to population smaller, mm. but still poverty, but less poverty. So less crime. More work for less people. And yeah, in general I mean, I know I am generalizing here but like I, I also feel in Namibia like I'm sort of Looking over my shoulder, less. I feel more comfortable leaving something in the car, Mm. you know. And even just backstage at the show, just like leave my phone and my wallet there. For some reason, I just, Mm. it's just like an energy thing that you also feel it's safer, Mm. safer. And the people are nice and warm and and friendly, and they just also look less stressed. I think it's a nice lifestyle there. I get, if you're listening to this in a movie, I get it. I get why you live
2: there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think growing up in South Africa it also does teach you to be street smart. So Yeah. Like you will go out and you will just be a little bit more cautious, which I think is probably a valuable lesson to have. It is, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I think every country has its pros and cons. You yeah. definitely have a lot of good things as well.
1: <laughs> no, I know, I know, and I I'm definitely playing into the the negative Side yeah. but you know, like we always say, next election, let's see what happens. Mm. Let's see what happens. Mm. (laughs) And then you also did, um, like a walk or a run or something else. Far, it was her sister.
3: Oh, yeah,
2: that was your sister. sister. Yes, sorry. Yes, it's
1: in the family. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna let you tell me about that, Brenda. What was
3: Bianca? Was um raising money for cheetah conservation. And she ran from Cape Point up to the border of Namibia. How um, far was that? 850 kilometers. Okay. She ran in just 23 days. So she, never having run a marathon before, she did pretty much 23 of them <laughs> just in consecutively. Yeah. But that was a great adventure. We, Kelly and I, went up a support team and we had a camper van. And you and drove we, next to her? We drove next to her and fed really? her, massaged the legs. And, yeah, it was really great because we went right along the coastal road, not the main roads. So it was really fun.
1: She did get nice. stuck
3: a couple of times. Yeah. But, you know, it was all an adventure.
1: <laughs> did she do any training? Oh, what? she
2: definitely oh, yeah, did no, train. No, she oh, definitely yeah. Trained, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but never officially did a marathon before that.
1: <laughs> um, what made her choose the cheetahs?
3: It was uh, she wanted to get into conservation? She's an animal scientist. Uh oh, okay. And oh, wow. she wanted to work for the cheetah conservation in Namibia. Mm. And And um, that you have to pay to volunteer there, so oh. she wanted to raise the money so that she could go and work there as a volunteer.
1: Geez, that's quite a clever. System that they figured out. She mm, took mm, conservations. Yeah. But anyway, like, I want to come volunteer for free. No, you need to pay us. <laughs> yeah. To come.
3: yeah. So it didn't quite volunteer. work out as she had planned, but she got to do the run. and I think that was more what she wanted to do. And she made some money for them.
1: Yeah. 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 So did you end up volunteering there? No. Oh. No.
3: no. Okay. But end. she she helped they, the They actually didn't too. come to the party. They didn't even follow her or acknowledge it at all. So
1: not even a. Post on the Facebook group, no, on the Facebook no, page. Not, hey, no,
3: not even. Thanks, sure. Bianca, for running 50k's <laughs> no.
1: for us. There was a, a, a race that you did. Tell me about that. The race where it's you. You d- apparently you just don't know where you're going, and uh, you don't know how yes. long it's going to be.
2: Yeah, adventure racing. Yes. How does So that work? yeah, I've done quite a few of them, but last year I did my longest one, which was five days in okay. Lesotho. So yeah. that's that's quite a long time to be out and yeah it was quite cold as well I think it was um, May when we set off and it started snowing as we finished the race so sure. at least we managed to miss the snow but yeah icy and yeah basically you have a map you have to self-navigate find checkpoints on route and keep yourself alive um, there are transitions so you do cycling paddling trekking, you can run if you want. Um, sometimes they throw in something wild, like we had donkeys in the beginning that we had to we had to run five kilometers with our donkey and then collect bottles along the way. So that was quite challenging. I don't know if you've ever tried to lead a donkey, but they don't <laughs> listen very well.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> did, it, did it run at yeah, all? Yeah, like, ours
2: was pretty good. But someone did get stuck in the mud with their donkey. And... As he was trying to pull his donkey out of the mud, he actually sprained something and had to pull out of the whole race. It sounds so like you guys are at what? a
1: bachelorette party or something <laughs> because that feels like like a bachelorette party game. Yeah. Like, okay, guys, it's going to be really silly. Um, you need to take a donkey, you need to run down here, you need to pick up these bottles, and then you, like, win a prize. Jeez, um, that's crazy. You know, you watch these movies like Saw... Or Hunger Games, then you think, who, games, what, yeah. what kind of sadistic? You know, this is only in a horror movie that this could happen. No one is this sadistic, and then you do this race, and it's like the the people basically in Saw and Hunger Games come together mm. and they work out a race mm. where you have to pull a donkey, paddle. Mm, that's lekker. That's a great sound. <laughs> Trying to make I love very it very
2: quiet, but.
1: And there's no <laughs> quiet way of opening a house. And that's what's nice about it. You know, you make a statement, you say, hello, I'm yeah. here, I'm ready to jaw. Um, and warn me before you open okay. yours so we can, <laughs> so I can keep quiet, so we can like really get that I appreciate sound. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, crazy. And then is there a winner or is it just kind of finishing it?
2: So you do it in a team of four and mm. the usual format is one lady, three guys. So, yeah, and then you do race to get to the finish.
1: Why is that the format? Why is it one, two, three with women, men?
2: So, usually it's hard to find enough females to have more females oh, in the team. I see. Um, yeah, everyone's like, there was the world champions actually about a month ago in St. Francis. And I got so many messages where everyone's just like, we don't have a lady for our team. Can you please join? I was like, oh, I don't actually know. It was <laughs> nine days for this one.
1: Absolutely wild. There we have load shedding now, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry, it is going to get less and less building up to the election, but for now, it's still there. But this won't happen if you have Go Solar. Now, with Go Solar, ladies and gentlemen, what are you paying for? That's why you're asking. The more important question is, what are you not paying for? You're not paying two hundred thousand rand to three hundred thousand rand to put a bunch of solar panels and lithium batteries in your house because go solar, pay for all of that. They take all the risk, and you only pay a monthly subscription fee, which you can cancel at any time. Like you know, with Showmax sometimes now, nah? like everyone's at work talking about Devil's Door, and then you're like, I want to watch Devil's Door, but I don't want to pay for Showmax for a year, and then you just pay like that. 100 Rand for Showmax max for a month and you binge Devil's Door and then you cancel it and then you just quickly pay it 100 Rand. It's like basically going to the DVD shop and you just like get it and then you cancel it. And Go Solar is exactly the same thing. You could get it for a month, two months and then cancel it anytime you want. Would you cancel it? No, because it wouldn't make sense because you're getting all the perks. Also that except for load shedding, forget about that. Electricity prices are just skyrocketing every day. Prenda, how much are you paying for electricity? Too much, yeah. Too much. (laughs) Buy a donkey, ladies and gentlemen. From the Kilimanjaro donkey's mouth. (laughs) Electricity is too expensive. And with GoSolar, it's almost a guarantee you are going to pay less. So buy a donkey. Do the right thing. And we're back. (laughs) Good job. Magic. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tani Brenda, last question for you is... Obviously, your daughter has, in a very short space of time, done incredible things that a lot of people are never going to do in their life. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly not going to do any of those things. But for you, what stands out as a, a proud moment? Because always I say that the, your proudest moment or biggest f- accomplishment for you is not necessarily the same for your mom. What, what is it for you?
3: Um, The fact that she um, faced her demons, I mean, I just picture the day that she wouldn't, she was meant to be leaving the next day. And she wouldn't get out of bed. And I said, what's wrong? And she said, it's scary. (laughs) (laughs) And she was working to a deadline, she had to finish her work, So, that, and then I was thinking, but you should be packing, you've got a lot to do before you go, and she couldn't get out of bed, so she was terrified, but she mm. did it.
1: Yeah, and I guess there is a point of no return on a trip like that.
3: Mm. And it's starting, that's the hardest part, is to get started. Once yeah. you're on the way, then it's the fun part, really. Yeah. Obviously, you have tough times. But it's actually getting started, and that's yeah. I really admire her for that.
1: Sure. No, that is that is crazy. Next one, you're going with.
3: Well, oh, I I'm always up for a, an adventure, so yes, I love to. I mean, to. but remember,
1: for every for every kilometer you cycle with two little girls strapped to your bike, it's it's equivalent to a thousand kilometers well, without two right, children not. on your bike. So yeah, that sounds no, good. <laughs>
3: I'm better, better situated to do the backup team now. I think.
1: <laughs> and what, what do you do now, Tani Brenda? I haven't even asked We you. have
3: uh, Trails End, a bicycle hotel, hotel for active people. So hiking, wow. trail running or cycling, but you don't have to. You can just come and stay in the hotel. Mm. So yeah, it's out in the Elgin Valley or in Khrubo.
1: What what makes it uh like what it makes a it's difference to a normal hotel? for
3: for cyclists, for mountain bikers, because it's very well situated for all the trails. Yes, um, okay. So the wine to Wells trails, the epic trails. Yeah, so we hike those trails. We and obviously we have cyclists coming regularly so the bicycle the the hotel is is geared for cyclists in that mm. there's a bike wash there's a safe storage for your bicycle mm. anything you really want and there's a bicycle museum wow, but it's just a sixteen room hotel um that's a very comfortable atmosphere, and we like active people to come and stay there
1: sure wow. and do you like what do you love about it is it like do you are you one of those um hotel owners that You add dinner every night and you chat to people. Yeah, I
3: think yes, we are. We meet really, really lovely people because people that are coming there, active people, generally really nice people. Yeah. So that's good.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you, guys, Kelly. It was so lucky speaking to you. I hope... I'm not putting societal pressure on you, but just I like your mom and for her sake, I... Hope you find someone one day and find a
2: kid in Malawi. Yeah, just find a kid.
1: <laughs> Tony Brenda, thank you. Thank you for. Oh, ch- thank did you come all the way from Elgin to do yes, this? Yes, I did. Oh, I thank did. you. I really yeah. appreciate it. I hope you drove.
3: I did. Okay, good. <laughs> I did.
1: <laughs> and oh, thank, thank you, you once again to our sponsors, House, Go Solar. Thank you for making this possible. And see you next episode. Thanks, guys. You haven't Shall even I touched. Happened, yeah, wait, you. Wait, you
2: haven't wait, even t- wait, wait. Let's have a moment. moment. Yeah, moment of silence.
3: Was that?
0: Actually? Oh.
1: That
3: was
2: so good.
1: Lekker. I can't even say anything after that. So That's just <laughs> yeah. the, the perfect <laughs> ending. That's
0: mm-hmm. good. Lekker. Lekker. <laughs> there you have it, man. Uh, wow. Wow. This is this is the this is actually really one of the seasons of athletes. We've got Tony McCann and then we've had Kelly mentor on her bicycle who's just Minta you know what the amazing thing is she's not even a professional athlete. She 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 she, she literally is just a person with a normal and oh, before you cancel me for saying you know these people what is normal Skull please expand what is normal you know what I mean man just like she's got like a like a normal job and 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 then at the same time she does this amazing fucking bicycling which, like, which the, the normal, once again, person cannot do. And I just find that absolutely incredible. So, Mensa, if you want to hear more incredible stories like this, tune in for another episode with another Tani by a donkey.